Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here. Welcome back to Killers Amongst Us, a production of iHeartMedia and Crime Online. Do you ever see people on TV and, I don't know, maybe they're a celebrity, maybe they're a talking head, maybe they're a politician, a politician that takes stands about what they believe is right or wrong, or maybe they're a dirty politician, and you wonder, what is that famous person's life really like? Because you see them in one way, you kind of think you know them, but you don't. You don't know what their life is like. You don't know whether they've made enemies by the positions they take or the things that they say. What is going on in the lives of the people we see and read about? Who are their enemies? Who is within their circle of friends, their family? You know, the stark realization is there are killers amongst us. I'm Nancy Grace. Thank you for being with us for Killers Amongst Us. With me, an all-star panel to unravel a mystery. Levi Page, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, professor of forensics, Jacksonville State University, author of Blood Beneath My Feet, and star of a brand new program, Poisonous Liaisons on the True Crime Network. Renowned psychologist joining me from New York, Karen Stark, judge, trial lawyer, anchor Court TV, Ashley Wilcott, and two very special people joining me today from Arkansas, Tate Williams and Butch Smith. I want to talk for a moment about who is this beautiful blonde with the big blue eyes named Linda. Take a listen. 
Linda Collins grew up in small-town Arkansas. She was born in Pocahontas but went to school in Williford. Her family home was located 10 miles down a gravel road with no running water until she was in her teens. In fact, Williford is the epitome of small town. Just 75 people live there today. It's this upbringing that Collins credits for her success in life. She says it's this background that taught her the value of hard work and the blessing of living in a land where everyone from the poor country girl to the inner city street kid has the opportunity to achieve their dreams. Well, right there, our friends at Crime Online told me a lot. Linda Collins grew up poor in a small town in Arkansas. Now, I can relate to that growing up on a red dirt road in the middle of soybean fields and pine trees. Born in Pocahontas, Arkansas, goes to school in Williford, Her family home was down a gravel road with no running water until she was in her teens. I can remember my grandfather came and dug our well in the backyard uh, because where we lived, there was no, as we called it, city water. Straight out to Levi Page, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. Tell me about Pocahontas, Arkansas. So, Nancy, that is a small town in uh the northern part of Arkansas, and it has a population of 6,608 people. 6,000 people. You know, hey, at least it's a town. Well, where I grew up in Bibb County, we were in unincorporated Bibb County. Uh, we had a Macon address, but I guess that's because that's the closest way, the only way you, as a marker to get the mail to us. What do we know about Linda Collins? Joining me, Butch Smith and Tate Williams, her son and daughter. Tate, what can you tell me about your mom's upbringing? I mean, this is a real rags to riches story coming from a a gravel road with no running water and fighting her way up the ladder to business owner, realtor and politician. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely. She was a very um, strong woman. Um, You know, she was raised to um, give it 110% everything she did uh, to, you know, really put yourself out there. And if you're going to do it, you know, you do it to the best of your ability. And she definitely used that uh, motto to really drive her um, through her life. What was she like as a mom, Tate? Like, what are your most vivid memories of your mom when you were growing up? Um, she was very... Uh, strict and strong. She expected the same out of us as she expected for herself. So if we did something, we were expected to do it 110% because 100 was just doing it, you know, just enough. You needed to do it, you know, more than that. You needed to give it your all. And so that really, um, she really used that in everything uh, in all of our life lessons growing up uh, to give us that same drive in life as well. What about it, Butch? What do you recall your most vivid memories? Was it a birthday party? Was it her cooking dinner? What what was it? What sticks in your mind? Well, to be honest, the uh, the cooking dinner uh, thing was not uh, a, necessarily a forte of my mother's. Not that she couldn't. <laughs> the lady was just so busy that she really just did not have time, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I would say that the, uh, I guess, the main uh, takeaway or the main memory I've got of her is going to be the uh, just the sheer drive that this woman had that I, I have no idea how she accomplished the things that she did on a daily basis. And, you know, just trying to strive to be like that and uh, 
Well, nobody can forget her red lipstick that she was always uh, sporting around. So that bright red lipstick always sticks out in my mind. When you say all the things that she accomplished in a day, what do you mean by that? Well, so she owned multiple motels. She had built a, a franchise property back in 2000. She had another unfranchised property that we had purchased and remodeled. Uh, we had multiple rental properties that she also took care of. Uh, and all the while, she was still a mother. And, uh, and of course, on top of all that, she was also in politics. And she was down at uh, Little Rock at the Capitol and, uh, you know, d- dealing with all that. And so she had an apartment down there that she was staying at part-time. And she was always, always on the go. You know, too, Karen Stark, psychologist, joining us today from Manhattan, I get it. Coming from a, a home where you didn't even have running water and you lived on a gravel road, analyze what you're hearing, Karen Stark, about their mom, Linda. Well, when I'm hearing that, you, believe it or not, sounds a lot like you. You know, someone who didn't have much growing up and was completely ambitious. And we all know that raising children and trying to be successful for a woman is a hard thing to balance, but she was able to do that even though her cooking wasn't outstanding. And she was driven to success. That's what I get from about her. From From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zinn nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zinn pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zinn fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience. Which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. You know, I think sometimes people that grow up so poor, um, they just will spend all their energy, do whatever it takes to rise up out of that for themselves and their children. Take a listen. Early on, Colin Smith's business acumen was evident. She got into real estate and became a nationally recognized agent. From there, she began to move into the hotel business, and she became president of the Arkansas Lodging Association and winner of statewide tourism awards. Wow. Our friend at CrimeOnline.com, that's Dave Max speaking. Wow. Those are some serious accomplishments. Straight out to Levi Page, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. This woman, it sounds like a, a house of fire, as we say. Absolutely, Nancy. She owned hotels. She was a real estate agent. 
She served in the Arkansas House of Representatives and then went on to become a state senator. So this is someone that is extremely ambitious and very successful in life. She had a drive to her. And to top it all off, she's beautiful. Butch or Tate, do either one of you look like your mom? <laughs> Tate, Tate does. <laughs> I get it no. a lot. Do you really? <laughs> right. Do you really like look like her, Tate? Um, I don't think so as much, but I definitely have family members that declare that I definitely am related to her. <laughs> well, you are one lucky girl, let me tell you that. Coming from a gravel road with no running water, this woman claws her way to success single-handedly. You know, Ashley Wilcott, you're a judge, a trial lawyer, anchor court TV at AshleyWilcott.com. We're hearing a lot about all her achievements, but she has children. She has a home. She was a mother that took care of her children and raised them, trying to give them a better life than she had as a child. That's hard to do. It takes a lot of love to raise two children while you're trying to drag the whole family up. So they don't have to go through what you went through. That's exactly what causes the drive, right? You know, you just heard that from the family that she was driven, that she was busy all the time. Why do people do that to provide? And the mothers specifically, when they have children, I see it in court all the time. They have that drive to provide for their children. And this is the American dream. How did she succeed? How did she find the success? Only by working her tail off and working hard good for her for doing the right thing to provide for her kids and you know it's hard for a lot of people to understand when you are working hard you want to be with your children you want to be there with them and you'll move heaven and earth to be with them to be at home to be in their lives but first of all you got to put food on the table and when you grow up the way this woman grew up with nothing not even running water you don't want your children to live the way you did as a child. I think it's hard for a lot of people that haven't been parents to understand that you want something better for your children. I mean, Joe Scott, as a death investigator and professor, you have to face this every day between work and home. Yeah, you do, Nancy, and you have to make these determinations. Uh, what What's going to uh, have the more weight to it? You know, right now I've got my grandchildren with me, which is uh, the biggest blessing in the world. I'd much rather be with them than be doing work, for instance. And sometimes, uh, you know, you have to make this decision. I have to work in order that I can spend more time with my family. And it's a very, very difficult balance to realize. Tell me to Linda's children, now adults, Butch and Tate. Tell me about your mom's nurturing side to you. I imagine the reason she was so driven is to try to have a better life for her family. What about it, Butch? Well, absolutely, Nancy. She she only wanted the best for us, but she didn't want the best in a, in a spoiled kind of way. Uh, let me kind of back up a little bit there. Um, you know, while we were growing up as teenagers and, and you know, things like that, and we were kind of coming coming of age, so to speak, as, uh, you know, we had the potential to become, you know, spoiled, you know, little children and things because, you know, the income was getting better for the family and everything like that. And that wasn't the way that she worked, and that's not the way her brain was wired. It was, you know, yeah, you get the necessities, but anything else that you want, you're going to work your butt off to get it just like I did. And so, 
you know, that's just that was the nurturing side, I guess, in a, in a way, is that she wanted us to be, um, you know, kind of in, in the same way that she was, in that, you know, don't expect handouts, don't, you know, don't don't base yourself off other people. You're going to do yourself. You're going to be you, and you need to do the best you that you can be. So Butch and Tate, this is all compounded by the fact that. She's a single mom supporting you guys, Butch. Oh, right, right. She divorced, uh, was divorced from my uh, our biological father back when we were, we were very young. Um, I'd say before I was 10 years old, probably. Actually, actually, I know it was before I was 10 years old. And so then, you know, from there, we were having to kind of live with our grandparents and stuff until she could get a, another home lined out and from and working nonstop with the real estate, just anything and everything that she could do to, to you know, support us. And so she absolutely loved us, was very caring. It's just, that, you know, when somebody's working their, their tail off, as she did, and worked the hours that she did, you know, we, we had limited time seeing her when we were younger, um, you know, until things financially improved a bit more. But she just did everything that she could to make sure that we were taken care of. You know, honestly, uh, wonderful she is as a, a grandmother. She... Whenever she got to the point of, you know, me and my sister having children, uh, financially she's much more stable than she was as we were growing up. And uh, and you know how parents are, especially uh, mothers with the grandchildren. Uh, you know, they, they love to spend that time with those grandkids and really meant a lot to the kids. And uh, I've got a, my oldest child has some uh, uh, mental disability. And so she is his favorite person ever because she took a lot of extra time. Uh I wonder if that's not why people say they're better grandparents than they were parents, because when you're a parent, you're trying so hard. Like, I run like a Comanche all day and then try to get with my children. But, you know, it's because I'm trying to support them. And I just thinking about what all she went through and her background. And, you know, it brings to mind um, Karen Stark. Me getting home from school, we were latchkey kids because my mom had to work so late at night. My dad had to uh, work different shifts for the railroad. So we would come home, and it was the highlight of my day when I heard my mom, sometimes it would be 6, sometimes it would be 7 or later, blow her horn as she came up the driveway, and we would all have, whoever was home, we would all have dinner together. And she would usually work so late we and we were two little girls and my brother would try to get dinner started so it because i feel so bad because she was working so hard and i think a lot of people experience that across the country and i know tate and butch did and uh, you know the story doesn't sound strange to me at all nancy because i grew up the same way and i feel like my own mother was like that she had to work and what she wanted more than anything was for her kids to be okay, to do well, and to do better than she had done. And I hear that in this story. I hear a loving mother who was out there really doing anything that she could to provide for her family. On top of that, she didn't have a husband. So her children were being raised by grandparents. It's really an American story, don't you think? One of those success stories where you do everything. I really do. I really, I really do, Karen Stark, and and think about it. She didn't just go for a, a, a lifestyle for her children. 
She wanted to make changes in this world. Take a listen to our friends at CBS. The 57-year-old mother was elected to the state Senate as a Republican in 2014. Linda's one of those people that couldn't be bought, uncorruptible, that wanted to tell people that bad stuff was happening at the Capitol. Ken Yang was Collins's communication director. He says O'Donnell worked on Collins's re-election campaign. They were good friends. They traveled uh, together, then did grassroots stuff. Uh-oh. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. The 57-year-old mother was elected to the state Senate as a Republican in 2014. Linda's one of those people that couldn't be bought, uncorruptible, that wanted to tell people that bad stuff was happening at the Capitol. Ken Yang was Collins's communication director. He says O'Donnell worked on Collins's re-election campaign. They were good friends. They traveled uh, together and did grassroots stuff. Now, that's jumping into a cesspool right there. To Butch Smith and Tate Williams, when you get into politics, I mean, you are swimming with some swamp rats for sure. And what I understand is that your mom, Linda, wanted to make changes in this world and expose bad things happening at the Capitol. Their words, not mine. You can make a lot of enemies that way, Tate Williams. Um, Yeah, you can. You know, she... uh I often heard people refer to her as having the backbone of 10 men. Uh, You know, she, when she felt something and it was a moral obligation to her, she did not back down. And it didn't matter how tall you were because she was a very short lady and uh, she didn't care if you looked down on her, but she always held her ground um, and made sure that people knew what was going on. She didn't want it. She wanted transparency. She didn't want that to be. Um, hidden, especially, you know, in Little Rock. Mm-mm, Tay Williams, uh, I, the, the worst times I ever had at the DA's office when I was prosecuting was when I had to go to the Georgia State Assembly, the legislature, and lobby anti-crime issues. I mean, being around those politicians, oh, dear Lord in heaven, I couldn't, I'd rather try a serial killer than try, I remember trying to get the rape shield law passed, 
and they fought tooth and nail. Of course, most of them were defense attorneys. They didn't want anything to protect a victim. And I looked around, I thought, what in the world if the public only knew what goes on in politics? And here comes your mom, Linda, the long blonde hair, the beautiful blue eyes, and she is going to expose quote, bad things happening at the Capitol, and she would not back down. Oh, H-E-L-L, no, she wouldn't. And the only reason she was making it was because of sheer drive, sheer drive. Take a listen to Erin Hogan. I remember watching her work all day here at the Capitol, and once her day was finished, she would pack up in the vehicle and take me along. We'd hop in there, we would drive two hours, however long it took to get back to her district. And uh, we would be at the meeting or event that she was going to for a couple hours, and then we would hop back in the car. (laughs) We'd hop back in the car and get back here to Little Rock so that she would be here for work the next morning. We had a lot of long, good, heartfelt talks together on those drives. And when we were not talking, she was on the phone helping someone. (laughs) That's who she was. When everyone else was worn out and tired, had gone home, gone to bed, she was still working. Sometimes I would receive text messages from her at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. And thank the Lord I did not see them until the next morning because I valued my sleep. (laughs) So while everybody else goes to sleep, mom is up working, pushing it. I bet she was so tired at night, you know? Whenever she would sleep, she didn't sleep a whole lot. She, just like Aaron said on there, she would, mom would text you at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. It was very, very regular. Not not occasionally. It was every every couple of days you'd receive messages in the middle of the night, and she just hadn't went to bed yet. And then she'd be up around six thirty, seven o'clock the next morning going right back at it again. Well, you know, my staff often mentions that I'm texting it one or two and then again at five it's not because i don't want to sleep i just have so much to do i mean you know to to get it all in it's hard to do Uh, i've got a very strong feeling she didn't want to stay awake all night long no not at all no she just couldn't couldn't turn it off either you know she just had to get it all done you know and then finally once she got whatever it was that day she needed to get done she could sleep for an hour or two and then get up and do it again but and she got that from her from her father. My grand grandfather is the same exact way. Uh, so yeah, that's she learned it from him. <laughs> yeah, but I gotta say, as successful as she was, literally pulling herself up from her with her own bootstraps, she was unlucky in love. Her first marriage ends. She did get the joy of having Butch and Tate, her son and daughter, the apples of her eyes. But she left your dad. They broke up. Butch, what happened? Well, that would have been back before I was even uh, 10 years old. So back when I was, I was very young, and I believe Tate was still in diapers at the time. Um, my father, he had hurt his back or injured it in some way, and he was uh, very adamant about living on uh, disability, and he wanted my mother to to quit her job, stop doing what she was doing, and just settle down and just just live off the government type of deal. And um, that's just not who she was. It's not what she's made of. And she didn't. Uh, she wasn't going to go along with that plan. She 
she wanted something more than that. And so then uh, I'm sure that led to other discussions and other issues. Like, again, I was a child then. Um, but then they went ahead and they divorced. And, uh, and now that was kind of kind of the deal with that. So that didn't work out. This was not a stay at home and live off government disability woman. Oh, that was not going to work. She devotes herself to pulling her and her two children up to a different socioeconomic strata. And she worked around the clock to make it happen. But then she seems to meet her knight in shining armor, Philip Smith who turns out to be a circuit court judge. So here she comes, this hard-charging, beautiful blonde, collides with Philip Smith, a lawyer who goes on to be a circuit court judge. Wow. It finally seems like, in addition to the joy she gets from her children, She's getting happiness in her life, but that was not meant to be. Take a listen to Tyler Thomason at KARK. Court documents reveal the former senator was in the process of divorcing her husband, retired Judge Philip Smith. A hearing in that case was scheduled later this month, and according to documented testimony, the couple were at odds over money after selling a local hotel for more than a million dollars. The ex-lawmaker's former spokesperson tells us the divorce, quote, was not pleasant. Uh Uh-oh. Why is it? That money seems to be at the root of so much heartache. Levi Page, what happened in the divorce? This guy's a judge for Pete's sake. Yes, they were going through a very bitter divorce proceedings, Nancy. At one point, Philip Smith accused Linda Collins Smith of hiding assets, and he wanted her jailed. That did not happen. And he was also. I guess it did. This woman works her fingers to the bone to amass owning the the, the string of motels, and suddenly comes along this lawyer and he wants to take the whole thing away from her. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's not even, you know, scratching the surface of their divorce. I mean, at one point, he was investigated for improper use of court equipment during the divorce proceedings, and he was reprimanded and agreed to step down from the bench and agreed to never work again as a judge. So in the middle of his divorce from Linda, this comes out, ooh, I bet he had an axe to grind. But with politics, divorce, enemies she had amassed, clawing her way to the top and taking hard positions on fighting corruption at the state capitol, everything comes to a screeching halt. Nancy Grace, Killers Amongst Us, signing off. Goodbye, friend. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico, Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's best hybrid mattress five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner.